Hello church. If you don't know me, my name is Claire and it's my privilege to lead us in the word this morning. So I just want to welcome you. If it's your first time here this morning, welcome to One Heart Church. We're so glad that you're here. If you're um, joining us online, hello to you. Welcome to 10.30. And maybe you're listening on the podcast. We want to say hello to you. We're so glad that you've tuned in to this part of your day. So before we jump into the message this morning, I just want to pray over us and um, allow God to do something. So I'd encourage you to close your eyes and prepare your hearts and I'm just going to pray for us. So Lord, we just thank you so much for being a good God and loving us. We just thank you, God, that your word is alive and living and that we get to come to church and we get to listen to your word. Lord, we just pray right now that we prepare our hearts and we open our hearts um, for you to do something new in our life. And we just ask this in your mighty name. Amen. Amen. So if you're taking notes this morning, you will see the title of my message on the screen, Firm Foundation. And we're going to be reading from Luke chapter 6, 47 to 49 in the New Living Translation. Also, actually, if you have the church up, the notes are available on there too. So you can flick that app open and follow along if you please. So do whatever you want. I don't mind. Um, So we're going to read together Luke 6, verse 47 to 49. And it says this, Building on a solid foundation, I will show you what it's like when someone comes to me, listens to my teaching, and then follows it. It's like a person building a house who digs deep, lays the foundation on a solid rock. When the floodwaters rise and break against that house, it stands firm because it is built well. But anyone who hears and doesn't obey is like a person who builds a house right on the ground without a foundation. When the floods sweep down against that house, it will collapse into a heap of ruins. I love that. Anyone who comes to me, listens to my teaching and then follows it is called wise. Like a person who digs deep and lays a foundation on the solid rock. So this morning, church, we're going to be looking at three points. Firstly, ensure. Ensure you're building well on good ground. Number two, we're going to inspect. So inspect our life. And number three, invest. Invest in the good soil. So firstly, ensure. Ensure you're building well on good ground. Now, I'm going to start off with a little story. So last year, um, I went away to Adelaide just for the weekend, and I woke up one morning to the whole house shaking. And I thought to myself, wow, that is a really powerful washing machine. Like, at my house, sometimes you hear shaking, and you hear things rattling around, and it feels like the whole house is shaking because it's that powerful. And I thought nothing of it until I turned on my phone and flicked open the news and realized that it wasn't a washing machine. It was actually an earthquake. And I never really thought about it until now, but I'm so glad that house was built well on good ground. I'm glad the house owner made sure they were building on a firm, strong foundation. And I know that both the structure of the house and the foundation was strong and firm because it ensured that the house wasn't going anywhere. We We weren't toppled over or we didn't shake to become ruins and I'm alive to tell the story praise God it was so he's so good um but the thing is if the house was built badly or if the foundation was made wrong if the house was just built on dirt I'm almost certain that the house would have been shaken and would have come tumbling down with me inside during that earthquake and I'm glad that the builders took time to dig deep lay a foundation um lay a firm solid foundation and then build a house on top, ensuring that the house was good to build on. During the earthquake, the house stood strong. And I know because the house was built to last. 
The house was built well. The house was built on good and safe ground. It was built on a solid foundation and it was built to be able to endure every season, rain, hail, shine or earthquake. The house was built to stand strong. And the thing is, the weather is going to sometimes be a little bit bad. When the weather gets bad, I'm never worried when I go into my house. I'm protected from the rain. I'm protected from the wind. If there's hail, I'm safe. If there's a storm, I might be a little bit scared because of the thunder and lightning, but I'm safe inside. Even if there's an earthquake, I'm safe inside. Whatever season or weather comes our way, we don't have to be worried because our house is built on a firm foundation. It's built to last and it's built well. Now, who has, has anyone purchased land and then built their house on it before? No. Oh, I see some hands. Awesome. Great. Well, I haven't. So anyway, no. So I haven't, but I would imagine that there's a process you go to before you actually go ahead and buy the land. Maybe you hire someone and they come and do a check of the ground. They test the dirt. It could be the real estate who's selling it or you might hire someone. They come and inspect the land and they will, they should tell you honestly if there are any concerns or problems that are obvious now or ones that may arise in the future. The inspector looks at the health, quality and longevity of the ground and they ensure that the ground is safe before building. Sometimes the land will be good and that's awesome. Other times it's not. And that's why this step is so crucial for us because it determines so much the strength, health and longevity of the structure that you're building. When the ground isn't good, you might hear things like, we wouldn't recommend building on this. Like we, we, we don't recommend digging deep here. The ground isn't healthy. The ground is crumbling and dangerous. The ground is too weak. It's not safe to build here. You can't possibly lay a firm foundation. And we know without a firm foundation that we can't be built to last. We can't be built well and we can't be built strong. We get advice after the ground is tested and we can think to ourselves, I'm either going to go ahead and go against what they say and build a bad house or you can look somewhere else and find good ground, test that and build on that. Much like building a physical house, we have to ensure our lives are built on good, solid ground too. In every area of our life, we have to ensure we dig deep, lay a firm foundation, establish our roots and build our lives on top of that. And the thing is, these take time. We can't rush the process. So finding the good ground takes time. Digging deep takes time. Laying a firm foundation takes time. Establishing our roots takes time. And then building on top takes time as well. It's so important that we understand every part of the process takes time. And we do this to ensure that we are building on a firm foundation and to ensure longevity. Now, there's going to be a little photo that pops up in a second. So we all know what that that thing is. It's the Leaning Tower of Pisa. And... To be honest, I never really understood why it's famous or well-known until I did a little bit of research, and it's all found in the name, Leaning. It says, upon my research, I found that in 1173, which is a really long time ago, in Italy, the Leaning Tower of Pisa was completed. It says, five years into the build, they were up to the third story of the eight-story structure, and the foundation began to settle unevenly beneath the ground. The land was made from all sorts, clay, sand, shells, and the combination of all of these different things um, made the ground settle unevenly, leaving the tower leaning. Now, there's nothing that they can do to straighten up this tower. It's just permanently going to be like that. And I think probably in the future it'll end up just being 
all the way down onto the ground, but I, I don't know, that's just my theory. Now, in the physical, it's an eye-catching attraction, right? People go and take photos of pretending to hold the tower up. It's pretty cool. Post on Instagram, like, oh, in the Leaning Tower, please look at me. Um, but in the spiritual, it's not something to be honoured or glorified for. Building on an unstable ground with a weak foundation, causing you or the whole structure to be on a lean. So don't build your life like that. Look for the solid ground and build upon that, not like the leaning tower of Pisa. So in our life, we can have the same issue when we don't test the ground, when we don't look, we, we begin to look around and compare our, our building to everybody else's. We settle for the bad ground. We skip the laying of foundation. We don't dig deep and we try to speed up the process. We end up building on ground that will later fail us, only leaving us in ruins. And I might be the only one who sometimes struggles with that sometimes. I look around and I say, oh, Look at Beth's life. Look how she's built her life. Or look at Guy's life. Look at what he's doing. And I think to myself, that could be me too. That, like surely that can be me too. And I begin to take shortcuts. I begin to rush and I begin to move to the next step all too quickly. I wish I was further along in the journey. I wish I could just skip past this season and go to the next one. And I always think to myself, what's the worst that can really happen? Like rushing won't damage me. Taking shortcuts won't affect my foundation. Building like everybody else won't affect me. I'll just speed up the process a little bit. I'll be fine. It, it, it'll all work out. The truth is it never works out. Rushing never works. Shortcuts are never worth it. I want to listen to Jesus, listening to what he says and teaches, doing what he says. I want to be called wise and build my life on good ground, on a firm, solid foundation. And I know with every decision I make that it either strengthens my foundation or it weakens it. Jesus teaches us that when we listen to his teaching and follow it, we are called wise. It says in Matthew 7, verse 24 to 25, anyone who listens to my teaching and follows it is wise, like a person who builds a house on solid rock. Though the rain comes in torrents and the floodwaters rise and the winds beat against that house, it won't collapse because it's built on bedrock. When we listen to his teaching and follow what he says, we are called wise. We build upon the solid, firm foundation that will last. And scripture tells us time and time again that there will be all kinds of weather. There'll be all kinds of seasons that we will endure. And we will either be fools who don't listen, who don't follow, who build, who rush in, who who look at unstable ground and build upon that, or we will be built upon the solid rock, a firm foundation when we listen and do. We're ensured despite the storm, despite the season, we will come out standing strong and we won't be affected and we will last. So let's make building our lives a priority on the good ground, on a firm foundation, building upon listening and doing, ensuring we're built to last, built to endure, built with the strength to stick it out over the long haul. But the sad thing is the enemy wants to come and destroy your foundation. He wants to destroy what you're building and he wants to destroy your life. It says in John 10.10, the thief's purpose is to steal, kill and destroy. But my purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. The thief's only purpose is to destroy your life. So that's why it's so important that we need to ensure that we are built well on a good, firm foundation because soon enough, the storm's gonna come. The, des- the destruction will come, the weather will come, that offense will come, <clears throat> um, that criticism will come, and we're either destroyed or we're still standing strong at the end. So in Luke 
6 verse 49, it says, But anyone who hears and does not obey is like a person who builds their house right on the ground without a foundation. When the floods sweep down against the house, it will collapse into a heap of ruins. It will be destroyed in a heap of ruins. And that's what the enemy wants. But Jesus says, Build your life on what I say and you will be called wise. And it's so important that we actually listen to wisdom. Um, it's, it says in Proverbs 22 verse 17, listen to the words of the wise. We need to listen to wisdom. Listen to what wisdom speaks, even if sometimes it will hurt. Wisdom will help us grow. It's so important in our lives that we have relationship with others who are wise. Maybe they've been around a little bit longer. The ones who have dug a deep, and firm foundation in their life, the ones who've established their roots and the ones who live their life effectively. Wisdom seek, seek wisdom from the ones who have lasted, the ones who've weathered storms and seasons and still come out standing on the other side. Proverbs 27 verse 6 says, wounds from a sincere friend are better than many kisses from an enemy. And I would even flip that and say, Word, wounds from the wise are better than kisses from the enemy. Wisdom speaks what you may not want to hear but wisdom identifies weakness wisdom loves protects propels and teaches wisdom sees what others don't and wisdom helps our foundation to grow stronger and stronger so let's allow wisdom to teach us how to discern the ground before we build now my second point this morning after we ensure the ground is safe we secondly need to inspect we need to inspect what we're building our lives upon. What is the foundation of your life? And there are three elements of our life that we can reflect on during this inspecting phase. And that is inspecting and reflecting on knowing the word of God, knowing God and knowing the Holy Spirit. Both in, in the book of Luke and the book of Matthew, it says anyone who listens to my teaching follows it and follows it is called wise, like a person building a house on solid rock. So that's telling me we can't just listen to the teaching we can't follow it without knowing the Word of God, without knowing God, and without knowing the Holy Spirit. And I know I want my life to be built upon the Word of God, upon what God says, and living with the empowerment of the Holy Spirit as my foundation. So firstly, knowing the Word of God, get to know your Bible. Now, you probably hear this every time, every Sunday, like invest in the Word of God, read, like um, know the Word of God. But let me tell you, it's fundamental and foundational for your life. We have to read, understand and put into action what the Word of God says. Joshua 1 verse 8 says, study this book of instruction continually. Study the Word of God continually. Meditate on it day and night so you'll be sure to obey everything written on it. And only then you will prosper and succeed in all you do. We have to study, we have to meditate, and we have to be sure to follow. Then we'll prosper, and then we begin to build on a solid foundation. And the, the sad thing is, there are so many Christians that I know in my life who don't read the Word. They don't know their Bible for themselves. They're only fed once a week on a Sunday at church. And let me tell you, that's not enough to build your life upon. That isn't allowing the Word of God to be foundational in your life. So let's read the Word of God every single day. Let's get into a habit where we know and understand the Word. And I was reading this really interesting article this week about reading and knowing the Bible and how being in the Word, studying and meditating on the Word of God is transformational, not just spiritually, but emotionally, psychologically, and physically. And this study showed that when an individual is reading and studying Scripture consistently, so at least four times a week, the chances of habits that once controlled them drastically decreased, lowering the chances of getting drunk by 57%, 
sex outside of marriage by 68%, pornography by 61%, and gambling by 74%. And I found that so interesting. The way that the Word of God is transforming lives, it's setting people free from habits that can so easily control. So let your life be built upon the Word of God and let God do the transforming. When you allow the transformation in your life, you simultaneously allow your foundation to grow stronger and stronger in the things of God. In Romans 12 verse 2, it says, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Let the word of God change your life. Watch the word of God transform your life. So let's build our lives on the word of God and allow a solid, firm foundation to be built. I love this quote from James Merritt, and it says, The primary purpose of reading the Bible is not to know the Bible, but it's to know God. The more we read, the more we understand, the more we know God. So let's be in the word daily. Let's make it a habit. Watch your foundation grow stronger and stronger as you allow the word of God to transform your life. Hebrews 4.12 says, For the word of God is alive and powerful. James 1 verse 22 says, But don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says, otherwise you're only fooling yourself. So let's build our lives on a solid foundation, on the word of God. The next area that we're going to inspect is, Do I know God personally? And I would encourage you to listen to um, the One Youth podcast. We have youth every Sunday night at 5 o'clock. Woo, Shell's here. Woo, Bella's here. Oh, and the Scots are here. Woo. Um, so every Sunday when we have a sermon, we um, record it like we would at church. And so you have all have access to listening to what our sermons are and what our themes are. But I would encourage you to listen to a message preached by Pastor Josh in 2021, and it's called "God Is Not My Grandfather." And he was talking about knowing God for yourself, having a real personal relationship with God and not living off a generational faith that your family may carry. It's so important that we know the know God for ourselves and we have a real relationship with Him. In order to know and grow a relationship with God, we have to spend time with Him. So we spend time with God by hearing to, to hear His voice, understand His character and learn about His nature. And I love that even for Jesus, it was important to spend time with God, hearing His voice. It says in Luke verse five, chapter 5, verse 16, but Jesus often withdrew to lonely places and prayed. If Jesus did it, how much more important is it for us to do? How much more do we need to take time to pray and listen? Spending time with God is never wasted. Moments with God are life-changing and liberating. And when we know God, we can build a solid foundation on what he says. Joyce Meyer says, spending time with God is the key to our strength and success in all areas of our life. And I would even rephrase that to say, spending time with God is the key to building on a strong foundation for our lives to be built upon. So make it a habit daily to spend time in prayer, to spend time in worship, to spend time fasting, to spend time listening, and to spend time in the waiting. I don't know about you, but I want to live my life close to God in relationship with Him, leaning in and listening to His voice, knowing and understanding His nature, knowing His heart, I want to build my life on God. The third area we need to inspect is how do we view the Holy Spirit? How we view the Holy Spirit matters if we want to build a firm foundation. 
We need to view the Holy Spirit as a powerful asset in our lives, realizing the Spirit isn't some accessory or additional bonus in our life, but the Holy Spirit is alive and living, empowering us and helping us to lay and grow a firm foundation. Acts 1.8 says, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And let me tell you, this power that the Holy Spirit brings isn't just for leaders. It's not just for pastors. It's for everyone. The Holy Spirit helps you to lay a firm foundation and build your life effectively. When our lives are built upon the firm foundation, we understand and we get the revelation that the Holy Spirit is our divine asset. The Holy Spirit is who we choose to build with and who we choose to walk with daily. So let's not see the Holy Spirit as an asset because when we, as an accessory, sorry, we, when we do, we're choosing to live powerless. We get weak, confused, scared, tired, and we begin to sink because we're building on bad ground. I don't want to build on the sand. I want to build on solid foundation. And when we're in tune with the Holy Spirit, leaning in and listening, growing and developing, he is helping build our foundation with us. In John 14 verse 16, it says, I will ask the Father and he will give you another advocate who will never leave you. The Holy Spirit is our comforter in the storm who never leaves, an encourager whose voice will always be clear, a counselor who will always speak wisdom, a friend who helps you build a firm foundation and an advocate who is powerful. Receiving and living with the Holy Spirit unlocks something of the supernatural in our life, giving us the ability to build a solid foundation, to stand firm and, and weather every storm. It also equips us to live a life with power. The Holy Spirit is, essential, is an essential and integral asset for us to build upon. The Holy Spirit empowers, brings wisdom, brings revelation, brings clarity, boldness, authority, ability, makes God's voice clear, protects us and helps us to build a solid foundation. And so when the things come into our life that should harm us or should jeopardize us we have a solid foundation that protects us in the storm so let's intentionally equip ourselves every single day by laying a firm foundation to be strengthened to stick it out over the long haul with the power of the holy spirit so we need to know the word of god meditating putting it into action we need to know god for ourselves in real relationship and we need to know the holy spirit finally invest invest in the good soil I'll welcome up the music team if they want to join up here so invest in the good soil the soil matters it's the foundation of all foundation the soil determines everything from the value repairs and longevity of what you're building if the soil moves expands or shifts you'll find damage to your structure and that affects the strength the soil you choose to build on is so important The health of the soil matters. How you dig matters. Where you establish and grow your roots matter. And the ground you grow in matters. In Matthew 13, verse 8 to 9, it says this. Still other seeds fell on fertile soil, and they produced a crop that was 30, 60, and even 100 times as much as that had been planted. Anyone with ears should listen and understand. We need to choose the good fertile soil. We need to listen and understand the Word of God. It says in um, verse 18, Now listen to the explanation of the parable about the farmer planting seeds. The seed that fell on the footpath represents those who hear the message about the kingdom and don't understand it. The evil one comes and snatches away the seeds that were planted in their hearts. The seed that fell on rocky soil represents those who hear the message and immediately receive it with joy. Listen to this. But the seeds that don't, but since they didn't have roots, they didn't last long. 
They fall away as soon as they have problems or are persecuted for believing God's Word. They didn't dig down deep. They didn't establish their roots and they didn't last long. And when the persecution comes or the storm comes, they're damaged, they're wrecked because the soil isn't healthy and their foundation is weak. In verse 22, it says, The seeds that fell among the thorns represent those who hear God's word, but all too quickly, the message is crowded out by the worries of this life and the lure of wealth. So no fruit is produced. The seed that fell on good soil represents those who truly hear and understand God's word and produce a harvest of 30, 60, or even 100 times as much as that has been planted. They listen. They hear the word of God. They understand in action. They dig down deep, establish their roots. They're planted in the house of God and their foundation is firm. It says when the storm comes, they're still standing because of their foundation. They're unaffected, they're committed, and they're planted with deep roots, knowing the truth of God. In Jeremiah 17 verse 8, it says, But blessed are those who trust in the Lord, and they have made the Lord their hope and confidence. They're like trees planted along a riverbank with roots that reach deep into the water. So be planted in the house of God. Also, another awesome area that you can spend time in to build a good foundation is joining a life group. And they have we have people in our church who are life group leaders, and they get to journey through life with you. They can help you re-establish some foundations in your life. They can help you dig deep and build a life that is going to last. So be planted in the healthy, fertile soil. Dig deep, establish your roots, truly hear and understand the Word of God, and then you can build your life on the solid, strong, firm foundation that will last. Colossians, 1 Colossians 1 verse 11 in the Message Version says, you'll have the strength to stick it out over the long haul. So let's build not like fools on the sand, but build like the wise on a firm foundation. Maybe we'll just, I'll encourage you to stand up and I'm just going to pray over us before we close this morning. And I encourage you to maybe close your eyes and just allow God to speak to you one more time this morning. So Lord, we just thank you for your word. We thank you that your word teaches us, your word encourages us, your word equips us to stand through every single storm. Lord, we just pray today, God, that your word can speak to us. And Lord, we just thank you that we can reflect this morning on ensuring that the ground is good to build on, that we can inspect our lives and inspect our hearts and that we can invest into the good soil. So Lord, we just thank you for what you've done this morning. And we just pray today that this can be a launch pad for something greater. Lord, we just say thank you for what you've done. And we just pray in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. And so before I close this morning, maybe it's your first time here and or you, you've never had a firm foundation to build your life upon. It's not too late to start. Let me encourage you with that. There's, if the this is the perfect time for you to say, God, I want to build my life with you. God, I want to give you my life. And so maybe today you need to recommit your life or today you, um, for the first time you felt God be close to you. So we're going to pray this prayer together. And I encourage you after the service to come and speak to me and we can pray a little bit a little bit further. And this prayer is going to help you to start building your life on the firm foundation, which is God. So let's pray this together. Dear Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God, that you died on the cross to forgive my sins. I ask that you forgive me. I give you my life and invite you to be my Lord and Saviour. Today I am born again. I trust my future into your hands. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.